So I was at a business event last week and uh, one of those networking events where, there, you know, 10, 15 people and we all do our little one minute intro, you know, that sort of thing. And I mentioned in mind, of course, that I'm a presentation coach. And it was amazing. A few people around the table said, God, it must be great to be able to do presentations. And then the host of the event said, well, I'm always looking for speakers for this event. You know, if people who want to share 10, 15 minutes, if there's anybody here today who'd like to take that slot up, we've got one available, I think, whenever their next event was in January or something like that. But nobody wanted to do it. <laughs> so I said, well, why don't you want to do it? And they all said, well, ooh, well, you know, not confident enough and all that sort of stuff. So I tried to encourage them to do it. And that's what I'm going to do on today's show, because if you're thinking about being a speaker, but you're putting it off because you're thinking, oh, I can't possibly do that. Oh, I'm too nervous. Oh, I never, oh, I don't want to do it. And I'm going to show you how you can do it and all the benefits associated with it. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 191 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. Now, on today's show, I'm going to talk to you about being a presenter. And, and not a massive presenter, you know, not someone who, you know, does, does great big gigs. But, you know, wherever you are in the world, there are going to be little business networking events going on, always looking for speakers. And they're looking for interesting speakers for 10, 15 minutes. And this is a brilliant opportunity to become a speaker for the first time. Because I think, you know, loads of people I meet, they say, oh, no, Trevor, I could never do that. Oh, I'm not going to do that. And they come up with all these excuses to avoid it. Now, I know that it can be very difficult to get that first gig over the line, you know, and I take it for granted because, you know, I love doing those sort of things, but I've been doing them for, well, God knows how many years, you know, and I've done hundreds, thousands probably, I don't know. So if you're in that boat, if you're thinking, I really would like to be a speaker, but oh, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it, then I'm going to share with you five little straightforward tips to help you get ready to be that speaker and put yourself forward at the next next networking event that you go to. Now, just as a reminder that in episode 186, I talked about networking tips, so remember to look at that one. And also in episode 170, I talked about your elevator pitch. You know, so if you do go to an event and you do get a chance to do your one minute, you know, have a listen to that episode before you go and do the planning on that. So let's get into today's show. Five simple steps to helping you become a little event speaker. So here we go. Here are those five tips then to help you become that event speaker. So number one, you have to put yourself forward. (laughs) Now that sounds pretty obvious, doesn't it? But it is what you have to do. You have to say, right, I'm going to do it. You have to book yourself in. Because it's like, it's like you know, as you know from listening to other podcasts, my other podcasts, maybe I do quite a lot of running. And the one way of getting out there and training for a run is to put yourself, enter an event. And then you say, right, in three months time, I'm doing this half marathon or whatever it might be. And then, of course, you commit it and you have to do it and you have to get ready. And it's no different when you're doing a, any presentation. So put yourself forward. So this podcast is going out at the middle, well, the end of November to 2021. So if you listen to it a lot, you know, in the in the first few days after it's going out, right, find an event that you can speak at early in the new year, January, February time. Offer to be a speaker, put yourself forward, and then work out how it's all going to be, okay? So that's number one, is you've got to get yourself on the schedule, all right? Because nothing's going to happen. Because what, you know, you can, I can easily help, you know, and you can, you know, you can put together your presentation and all that sort of stuff, and you got it all ready, and then you can find all sorts of excuses not to then share it with the audience. 
So what you have to do is you have to put yourself forward. You have to get on the rotor or on the. <laughs> yeah. So the event organizers know it's you, and then a they can start to publicize it. But for you, you're committed. So do that first before you even think about the presentation. They might ask you, of course, oh, okay, Trevor, what are you going to present on? Ah, good question. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, so you've got to have a bit of an idea what you're going to share. All right, so tip number two is, is that, is plan what you're going to share. And, and that's the important thing. Think share, not speak, okay? Because, you know, how many times do you go to an event, you know, a business event and all that sort of stuff, and... All you then hear is someone going on and on and on about themselves. And it's not that interesting at the end of the day, is it? So you have to get, you have to get that right. We have to get that bit right. So make sure that you think share, not speak. Because share will then make you focus more on your audience. And that's exactly what it is. You know, you're going to there, you're going, you, you, presumably you've got some sort of business specialism, whatever it is. I mean, that's why you've got the job that you're in. All right, that's why you're running the company that you run. So think about, okay, what in within your expertise would be of interest knowing the audience that you know be based on the event that you've, you've identified. And then you've got a purpose for your presentation. And your purpose is going to be around the key thing that you want to achieve. And that is, you know, in this case, focus on your key purpose being sharing some top tips of your own. So, you know, this is a five top tip presentation for you on this podcast so, you know, a great formula for something like this for a 10, 15 minute event speaking is the kind of five top tips one. So let's say you're an insurance expert. All right. OK, maybe not the most interesting subject in the world to talk about. Five top tips to make sure you get your insurance right in 2022. OK, and you, <laughs> I'm sure you could come up with a more interesting title than that. Maybe, but you know what I mean? You get you get the picture. So set that purpose and think about your audience. So that's step number two. And then, you know, just start to make a few notes, which will be step number three. So step number three is based on three, three things, really. Number one is how much time have you got? So most of these uh, small events, you're going to get 10 or 15, 10 to 15 minutes to, to, for your speaking slot. And it's really important that you don't then take 25. And I've seen that happen. Because, you know, and I'll share with you in one of the other tips how to avoid that. But make sure you're working towards 10 or 15 minutes. Number two is just check the delivery mechanism. Now, a lot of, you know, events are coming back live. I mean, there might, you know, there's still virtual events going on as well. So just check how this is all going to work. So, you know, you might be booking yourself in for February. Great. And at the moment, it's a live event. But, you know, hey, things could change. And that might be a virtual event by the time you get to February. Who knows? And also think about, you know, what sort of, you know, if you are delivering in person, okay, just check with the organisers what equipment they have if you're thinking of using slides, which I'll come to in tip number four. Because it might be that they've got all the kit, that's great. They might not have anything, all right? And then you've got you've to kind of think about how you do that. So just check on those two things, you know, in terms of your preparation. And then, of course, number three in terms of preparation is the structure. What are you going to include, and remember, you know, it's all about sharing stuff that will be of interest to your audience, not necessarily to you. So the key here is talking about your subject, not yourself, not your company. So don't spend the first five minutes of your presentation thinking, right, this is who I am. This is how great we are. Da, 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 da. No, one, no one wants to know that. They'll have looked you up. They'll know all that anyway. 
And the organiser will have put it in the briefing notes. This is who Trevor is. This is his company. This is what he does. That's all covered. You don't need to do that in your presentation. What you do need to do in your presentation is engage me, educate me and enthuse me. (laughs) That's what you need to do if I'm in that audience. So right from the get-go, right from the very beginning, you have to get my attention. And you have to then share something that's going to keep me interested throughout your 10 or 15 minute slot. So think about that. And this is the bit, this structure bit as part of your preparation will be the bit that takes the most time because you need to get it right. So you need to fiddle around with it, change it, check it, you know, and that sort of stuff. Right. Number four of the five top tips is is to think about, you know, uh, are you going to use slides or not? Because most people, as soon as they think, oh, presentation, they think slides. Now, my thought is, if you're thinking presentation, think, right, immediate thought, do I really need slides? Can you do the presentation without slides? Because if you can, that's great. Because if you're doing a small business event presentation, I was at one last week, where uh, not last week, the week before. There were 25 people at that, I think, but there was no slides and it was in a cafe and it was a night, it was a, it was a good place to present, but clearly there was no screen or anything like that. So you mostly will find that there are going to be no options for slides. So work on the basis that that's the case. Now, you might, you know, as I say, ask the organiser and just check that. And if they say things like, oh, well, if you want slides, I'm sure we can fix something up, then say, okay, don't worry, I won't go. Because <laughs> what's going to happen then is they're going to find some rickety old screen that someone uses in a home movies four years ago. The projector is, is going to be sat on the table, beaming at everybody and blinding you as the speaker. So if I were you, do your 10 or 15 minute presentation in person without slides. Okay. Now, if you're speaking at you know, an event with 200 people, you probably want to have some slides. All right. But with 10, 15 people, 20 people, whatever it is, small event, go without slides. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't use props because props can be massively impactful, much more so than slides. So think about what you could take with you. Okay, to do your presentation. Now, a lot of occasions when I've done these sort of things, I've taken an old suitcase. All right. And I call it the 1970s version of PowerPoint. And in the suitcase, I've got a few props that I bring out. All sorts of things, you know, things that just illustrate a point I'm trying to make. So, for example, if I was doing a five top tips presentation, I'd have five things in my suitcase. So everything is relevant to the uh, presentation, to the point I'm making. So, for example, uh, if I was talking about, uh, I remember doing a presentation where one of the tips was about marketing. So I've got a tambourine in my in my suitcase and I'm banging on the tambourine and it's all about making a noise. And the point is that if your marketing is out there, it's got to make a noise. It's got to get noticed. So think about that. And, and the other great thing about taking props is that you will be hugely memorable. Because whenever I do a presentation, people go to me now, you know, oh, where's the suitcase then, Trevor? Have you got the suitcase with you? <laughs> What's in the suitcase today? And I still use it now. I've been using it for, what, I don't know, seven, eight years now. And I still use it now. I change the things that are in it. But so if you're doing that presentation in person, think about no slides. Now, if it becomes a virtual one, then I would suggest you do use some slides. Because, you know, being on a screen... And people looking at six you on the screen on your own, that's not that's hard to keep their in, their attention. So virtual, 
use some slides to break it up because you you know you can't use props. Well, actually, think of your slides as props. So whatever you do, don't put complicated slides on the screen. You know, you might have a picture of a tambourine or something like that. So be careful how you use that with slides. But, you know, if you do use slides, also remember, and I've banged on about this so many times across so many different episodes, it's a prompt, it's not a script. <laughs> okay, so don't put the words on the screen. Don't read from the slides. Just use some powerful images to illustrate your point. Right, and number five to get you going on this. So let's just recap on the first four. Number one is you've got to say, right, yes, I'll do that. So if you get an opportunity or, you know, say, right, contact an event organiser, maybe one that you're familiar with, one that you go to. That's the best way of getting going because then you feel as though you know the audience or and that always is helpful, isn't it? Book yourself in, okay? Say, hey, how about me coming along to your February meeting and doing a 10 or 15 minute presentation for you? And most of the time, organisers are going to go, oh, it'd be great, it'd be great because we always need speakers. Right, number two is then plan what you're going to share and think share, not speak. And set a purpose. What do you want to achieve? What do you want the audience to feel they've gained from your presentation? And remember, it's all about them, not you. So don't talk about yourself. They know about you anyway. Number three, the preparation. The time, how long have you got? How are you going to deliver it? And then the structure. Making sure that you've got a good dynamic start. You've got some core stuff in the middle and you've got a good call to action finish. Don't forget the call to action finish. And number four was about slides. If you're going to do 10 or 15 minute presentation at a small group, don't use slides. Okay. Um, don't, just don't do them. It's much easier. Take some props along. You'll have more fun and there's less things to worry about. There's nothing worse than going to a presentation and you put, you know, you can't get the projector to work and all that nonsense. Right. Number five is simply this practice. Okay. <laughs> it is the one thing that's going to turn you from being an average presenter into a successful presenter. It's the one thing that's going to help you feel a lot less nervous about presenting if you're feeling nervous now. So just practice. And here's my two top tips for practice. Practice trying to make it authentic. So if you're going to be delivering your presentation standing up, practice standing up. Okay. And if you're going to use a few props, use the props in practice. Don't pay lip service to practice and just go, oh, yeah, okay, that's good. Oh, yeah, walk through that slide. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, finished. Okay. Time it as well. Now, the golden rule for practice for presentation practice timing is to deliver it in around 80%, 85% tops of the time you've been allocated. So in simple terms, if it's a 10-minute presentation, eight to eight and a half minutes in practice. Because on the day, you'll add something to it. You'll add a bit more. You'll get your prop out. You'll tell another little story about the prop you hadn't thought of. You will do a bit of improvisation. And that's great, you know, because you don't want to sound scripted. So do that. But there we go. So that's it. <laughs> there we go. Get out there, ladies and gentlemen, and do a presentation. And then, hey, come on the show and tell us all about it. Tell us how you got on and share your top tips for doing a presentation. Now, on next week's show, I've got somebody who's going to talk to you about presentations as well. So I've realised that, you know, the last few episodes, it's all been about salesy stuff. And this is called the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. So I think it's about time I put some more presentation stuff in there as well. So enjoy that, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy that opportunity to get out there and be a presenter. Come on, book yourself in, be that presenter. Now, if you need any help, here's the little plug. <laughs> if you need any help, you know, with that key, if you've got a key presentation coming up, you know, just look at, listen to previous episodes, go on my website, you'll find tons of stuff available to you that can help you put your presentation together and all that sort of stuff. But if you did, if you wanted just an hour or, 
or you know, with a bit of coaching time, then go to my website, look at the presentation section, and you can book yourself in for an hour for not a lot, frankly. And uh, we do it on Zoom, and I can help you, you know, just tidy it up and just give you that final confident push to make sure you deliver a great presentation. So that'll be great. Um, what else is going on? Well, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm at the, the last bit of my book, <laughs> which is all about, you know, uh, business lessons from running an ultramarathon. Uh, earlier this year, I did a 44-mile ultramarathon to celebrate being 60. It was called 44 at 60. And now I've written a book about it. And I've converted all the 12 key steps to planning and running the ultra into business lessons. So that's available soon, I hope. Early December, I'm sending it off to get it listed on Amazon. I'll mention it in the podcast <laughs> when it's live, and I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for sure. So there we go. I'm not looking for it to be a bestseller. But interestingly, what I have learned is if you want to be a speaker at a big event, which is where I want to be, frankly, then if you've got a book to wave under the noses of the organiser, it seems to raise your credibility and lift you up the stakes. So there we go. So if you're an event organiser listening to this, looking for a big speaker, give me a shout. I'd love to be involved. All right, take care. See you next time. Thanks for listening.